Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Use Guys in That Podcast. I am your host, Jay Colo, joined by fellow hosts Chris G., Randall, and Angel, who has been promoted to comrade, sound engineer, and executive producer of this wonderful show. She may deny it, but it doesn't matter. You've been promoted, comrade. You either accept it or face the wall. Uh, you, can, uh, <laughs> you can check out our new website, useguyspod.com. We have a store and resource page up along with recommended readings. You can find us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at useguyspod. Uh, I wanted to talk today about, it's ironic that today's decision coincided with my desire to speak on what you should do when you're interacting with the goddamn police. It just so happens that something interesting happened in Louisville, Kentucky. If anybody would like to uh, elaborate on what exactly transpired that if any of you are fucking shocked over, I have I have oceanfront property in Tennessee to sell your dumb ass, Okay. So if anybody would like to take over and let us let the audience know exactly what happened in Kentuckistan, I'd, I'd be delighted. <laughs> uh, okay. That's um, yeah, your key, Randall. <laughs> all right. So of the three officers that charges could have been brought against in the Breonna Taylor case, they indicted one, and apparently it's the only one that they actually fired. I didn't re- realize they only fired one of them. That's uh, kind of crazy, too. But a grand jury indicted a former Louisville or Louisville, sorry, police detective on Wednesday for endangering Brianna Taylor's neighbors by recklessly firing his gun during a raid on her apartment in March. No officer was charged with killing Miss Taylor, though. That's uh, how that's, interesting. So that's probably the. Uh, biggest piece of news from today and i'm honestly i'm i was shocked at first that one did get charged but then it's like they totally managed to dodge you know the point completely right so yeah (laughs) completely avoided the elephant in the room uh they uh they kind of showed their hand like the decision i thought i said to you guys earlier I really felt the decision that was uh, revealed today was made while her uh, her lifeless body was still warm. And may she rest in peace because she was murdered. And um, we haven't heard anything about her boyfriend who returned fire against the standing army of occupation. I haven't heard. I hope he's okay. I hope he's not dead because God only knows what the fuck would happen to him. Uh, but uh, this decision was made that night that, hey, listen, because and then they showed their hand as soon as they started boarding up shit before. <laughs> yeah. the de- I mean, how more obvious can it possibly get that these oh, people man. are preparing you? They're like, hey, listen, there's going to be some news that you may not like. Therefore, we're going to protect government property. OK. And then I saw 
on um on the news i forget which one it was uh, fox news i think it was that they only stopped the protesters when they got close to the mayor of louisville's house so once again it doesn't matter Holy if you shit. destroy hundreds of local businesses whether they're white owned black owned i don't care who the fuck it is popsicle stands whatever you can burn down whatever you want but when you get close to comrade uh to comrade mayor's house Forget it. Like, that's off limits, pal. Okay, you could burn the whole fucking city down except the boss's house. All right? So, I don't know, guys. I don't know how anybody's not surprised by this. I mean... I just want to say, thank God the neighbors are safe. Like, I am so happy to hear that. <laughs> Wonderful. Wonderful. Well, I mean, right. I'm glad that nobody else got killed, but it's <laughs> at the same time, it's like, what in the actual fuck? Like, you're charging somebody with reckless or like endangerment or what whatever the charges you know specifically and it has no relation to Breonna Taylor and it's like oh well they didn't even get hurt they like they were just a bit you know shooken up and, and thank goodness they didn't get hurt because they had a child or you know something along those lines there maybe yeah she, they did yeah so I mean I'm glad nobody got hurt in that apartment but it like somebody's dead as a result of their actions and nobody's been punished like they got punished for not hurting anybody. That doesn't make any fucking sense. <laughs> well, they haven't even been punished yet. Well, unless you count him getting fired. But yeah, like, but not, this is not <laughs> this is just the beginning. It what won't what shouldn't surprise anybody, including the group here or anybody listening, is if this piece of shit uh, finds a job at another police department and has his pension transferred over there. And oh, all his va uh, vacation and benefits and all the things that you, the dumbass taxpayer, are paying for. Uh, this happened with the murderer of Daniel Shaver. That motherfucker murdered him on his knees. And then the son of a bitch got hired by the Mesa Police Department. And then he retired. And he gets, I think, 2600 bucks a month because he's uh, the poor bastard has PTSD from murdering yeah. Daniel Shaver. So the same thing could transpire oh, once again. Fuck. So there's no, there's nothing to prevent that from happening. And, of course, we all know... That this blue line of motherfucking bullshit protects each other uh, relentlessly. I mean, if it hasn't been made more clear. Now, a grand jury didn't charge any officers with shooting Miss Taylor. The whole point of this thing was to investigate and, and, and finally bring to justice the individual that murdered her in her bed. Okay? Much like Duncan Lemp. Let's not forget about Duncan. Much yeah, like Duncan much. Lemp. You know? Oh. Pretty much the same kind of circumstances. In the middle yeah. of the night, no knock raid. Uh, Wasn't it like uh, her previous boyfriend was like in with dealing drugs or whatever, and like that was his last known address or something along those lines? Like that's the sort of like, you know, uh, excuse or the reason that they were giving for going to her house to begin with, or am I not remembering correctly? I think it is something similar to that, yeah. but yeah. on top of that, they already had the guy they were after in custody. I am almost certain. So it's like, <laughs> well, why they, well, they were, were doing that? There were three suspects. From from what I remember, there were three suspects, and they had two of the three in custody. Uh, okay. And so damn. they were looking for the third one, thinking that it that he was possibly still at her residence because he used to shack up there or whatever with her. So I don't know, but like I just don't think you should show up to people's houses in the middle of the night and and fucking uh, like one o'clock in the morning and bust in without announcing yourself and fucking not expect to get fucking shot. But wait, <laughs> here's the best part: is I believe they charged her boyfriend with attempted murder of a police officer, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I'm because sure you're right. he returned fire on a home intruder, 
because that's exactly what he did. Uh, he returned fire on someone intruding upon their home. But yet nobody got charged for anything for that poor woman's death. Nothing. Him, on the other hand, if you shoot at the fucking King's men, you're going you're gonna to get hit hard. I mean, I'm, it's still a miracle, like I said, that the man is alive. I I, let's they, start with that. I think they dropped charges right. against him, though. They didn't, like file them i think they just dropped them are you sure about that because yeah. he did get arrested yeah he got arrested but i think they let him go and drop the charges because like i think they kind of had to and then he got shot in the leg too i think didn't he yeah he got injured like it's and like i said it's a miracle that he's alive and, and by by miracle i mean it's it's a miracle that they didn't fucking come up to him and give him the coup de gras while he was on the ground and then plant a weapon on him which is what they do often right. um sprinkle some crack on him there you go yeah that always helps uh does anybody know how much money Breonna Taylor's family is getting in compensation. Did they release the dollar yeah. amount? Isn't it like $12 million or something? Hold on. That might just be off the top of my head, but it, it's it's a pretty sizable amount of money, but still not really. Well, it's not like justice. I mean, what they were. <laughs> yeah, you can't bring her back. Like, I mean, $12 million, $100 million, you can't bring her back. So I, I'm just curious to see what they – what they decided to award the family for the wrongful murder of uh, Miss Breonna Taylor. It says here that the officers fired a total of 32 shots. Damn. 32 rounds. So that, do the cops get to carry extended magazines? Because I'm, I'm assuming that they're using Glocks and what? That's a 16 plus one. And it's a double stack, obviously. If it's uh, yeah. if it's a nine millimeter, if it's a forty caliber, I'm not so sure. But, I mean, it depends on the model. I'm not a real big Glock guy, so. Well, I uh, I used to own one, uh, obviously before the the great incident that happened. I'm not going <laughs> to repeat it again, but you all know what I'm talking about. Before they vanished. Oh yeah. Um, they had I have a I had a thirty one round magazine. And that motherfucker is like that son of a bitch is huge. It's like a it's like another like I can hold it like a sword. You know what I mean? So I'm just so thirty two rounds, I'm thinking that he dumped two mags. Or at least dumped one mag and well, almost finished there's off. There's no another. way he was the only one shooting. Like Yeah. Well, no, yeah, yeah, okay. No, you're right. It says that three officers bad. fired a total of thirty two shots. It doesn't say okay, each. Okay, so no. So yes, between the three of them, thirty two shots. Okay. So um, yeah, that's almost eleven each. Okay, have yeah, I have. Oh, and it's twelve million dollars. Yeah, I just verified that. Twelve million dollars, according to the failing New York Times uh, last week. Uh, nothing short of murder charges for all three officers would be enough," said her family. A demand taken up by thousands of protesters in Kentucky and across the country. So. Uh, get ready to watch shit burn again, everybody. Uh, it's about oh, to no get doubt. exciting. And you know what? You fucking earned it. You get what you fucking deserve in the words of somebody who <laughs> was famously wearing uh, clown makeup with uh, Robert De Niro. Uh, I uh, <laughs> I don't know why people didn't like that movie, man. I enjoyed I the fuck out it. of it, man. It was great. You know, you, know, you know who didn't? You know who it was that did not like the fucking movie? It was the fucking... Woke bougie progs. Thank you for that. <laughs> thank you. Thank you for that term, Aaron. <laughs> it's a term that keeps on giving, doesn't it? Right. It, yeah. yeah. And and that's what it, it's like. These it's the fucking the gatekeepers of fucking popular media. And the movie went on to gross like a billion dollars and fucking uh, won awards anyways. So eat fucking shit. So well done. Well said. I uh, I, uh, I, I don't know what we're going to do about this whole situation, and it's going to get worse. Uh, I still maintain that Mr. Trump is going to lose the election, so I think that the, the rioting might die down a little bit. 
um, in the small event. Oh, shit. How could we forget to talk about the dead lady? Um, dead lady? Yeah, Ruth Bader Ginsburg is oh, gone. Oh, shit. Yeah, it's For a second, all... I thought Ghislaine Maxwell died or something. But, oh, <laughs> no, no, you and I are in the running. <laughs> you and I are still in the running, and so is Angel. So, like, you know, we, we there's still money to be had here. So, Mr. Trump is going to try to push through his Supreme Court justice nomination, and since Harry Reid changed the rules on uh, how many votes it takes, and I remember when this happened, and I think maybe it was Rush Limbaugh that said, you better be careful what you wish for because it benefited the Democratic majority at the time. Yeah. But, hey, guess what? Those seeds that you sow, they grow, and you may they not like. Yeah, it comes full circle. It comes back to bite you in the ass. It always does because they don't think, like, Everybody thinks that they're all planning and scheming. Like, they don't even think that far ahead. Like, they're just Checkers like, and chess, yeah. Yes, you it know? is. Yep. It's so stupid. It is stupid, but it's going to be great to see. If now, since I, if I were him, if I were Orange Man Bad, I would totally, <laughs> totally push my nominee through. Totally push it through because you're, you're going to get, you're going to lose anyway. And the last big middle finger that you can give is, is pushing through your Supreme Court nominee. And I think they're going to lose the Senate, too. So, Comrade Joe Biden, the hero of the working class, the uh, middle class Joe, as he's uh, called himself in the past, because he knows all about <laughs> your fucking struggles. Um, <laughs> it's true. Middle class Joe. Middle class Get the Joe. Fuck out of here. He is, yeah. He's the hero that you don't deserve, but the hero that you need. Joe right. Biden. Um, he's going to let the kids rub the hair on his legs in the pool. Oh, <laughs> he's going to shit his pants with dementia is what he's going to do. Right, um, right. Yeah, he uh, he's going to have a super majority, I think, at some point in time, which is 60-plus in the Senate, I believe. Not that it matters anymore because the rules were changed once again. So I, if I were Trump, I would nominate, like, I would find somebody uh, – uh, if there's any conservative uh, judges out there that are like LGBTQ plus and, of course, like maybe Hispanic or somebody of a diverse background. So that way, the woke bougie progs of the so-called left wing resistance in this country, they won't have it. Like if you really want to fuck with somebody and he's good at trolling, he's he's an expert troll. He's a black belt. There's no question about it. I would go for that route and watch the whole right. fucking thing melt down in front of you. Because what do you care? I mean, you're on your way out anyway. So fuck it. Just melt the whole thing down. It's not like anybody can fix it. Um, <laughs> I'm curious to see what happens. But what really bothered me, gentlemen and lady, is that um, I don't. I try not to get on Facebook that often because it's disgusting. <laughs> uh, I hate it with a fire of a thousand suns. I really me hate too. it. The only thing that I enjoy seeing is uh, Comrade Randall here posting his fucking memes that he shared from other people. And they're pretty good. <laughs> they're pretty good. They're, they're, they're funny. I enjoy them. And occasionally I'll put, like, a story up there fucking with people and telling everybody how bad the government is and how much I hate it. But um, I saw the hero worship, the idol worship of Ruth Bader Ginsburg, people changing their profile pictures, rest in power. I mean, even my sister got in on the rest, app. Rest in power? Rest in power comrade yeah. oh oh geez louise <laughs> i i can't even i don't even know right. what to say to it's that fucking rest in power what the fuck it, people are crazy now like well, i can't even like comment really honestly no 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 you can comment it's uh it's still a free country for no, a but while I mean, like i can't literally comment because that that rest in power is so fucking stupid that I don't even have any response to that. Like, why? I mean, you want people 
those types of people that have power over you. Like, what the fuck is going on with everybody? They've all lost their minds. Like, you just, just live need- in a shitstorm. They they love to be forced into lockdowns and they love to be treaded all over, man. Like, yep, tread harder, daddy. Right, like yeah. please, like everybody's fucking sadomasochists, man. So I have a relative but, of mine who is an anarchist, or so this individual says, and I'm not going to give away too much, but we all we all know this person, and I was utterly and emphatically disappointed with this person. They posted a story to their Instagram where it was rest in power with Ruth Bader Ginsburg's picture. So I wrote this person and I said, is this just because she's a woman? Question mark. So this person writes me back and she, and uh, they say, excuse me, nah, she was a badass woman. And, uh, and I said, um, I said, that's interesting. Okay. And she says, question mark, question mark, question mark. And I wrote back and I said, I still think she's a cunt along with the entire Supreme Court. Oh, man. And <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't. I don't. Jay, you're just like, I still think she's a cunt with a capital C. <laughs> I just. Rest in cunt hell, you bitch. <laughs> can, any, can anybody tell me what her not- noticeable accomplishments are as a Supreme Court justice? Can, I did, apart no. from being nope. a lady. I. I Honestly, can I can I be for real honest? Like I didn't even know like who she was, like her name. Like I saw her picture before, but I didn't remember her name like previously before now, obviously. Like when they were making a big deal out of her getting sick or something, and I'm like, "Who the fuck is that?" And then I saw her picture and I'm like, "Oh yeah, I know who that is." Like I didn't even remember her name. So no, I don't know what the fuck she did. Okay. <laughs> Uh, that's fair enough. I, uh, I I don't know what she did either. I'm not so 100- a bunch of people posted a bunch of shit. I'll see if I can try to find it because I'm not very well informed, but I'm sure there was a couple notable things in there. Well, you know, the thing is, too, is that she was very outspoken about uh, what Kaepernick was doing. For example, I'm going to give you the quote exactly. Quote, Kaepernick's decision not to stand for the Star Spangled Banner to call attention to racial injustice is dumb and disrespectful, end quote, Ruth Bader Ginsburg, the hero of the left. And then Mr. Kaepernick replied that, quote, it's disappointing to hear a Supreme Court justice call a protest against injustices and oppression stupid and dumb. At the end of the day, the flag is just a piece of cloth, and I am not going to value a piece of cloth over people's lives, end quote, Colin Kaepernick. Now, it's funny how convenient it is to forget what somebody has said in the past in order to continue to deify them and glorify them in death, which is what's happening right now with Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Apart from her stance on abortion, and I love how the left, uh, the, the I mean, okay, the comical left and the comical right and the legacy media all like to play this game where you're one Supreme Court justice nomination away from the end of Roe v. Wade. That's absolute unmitigated horseshit. It's never going to happen. It's yeah, never going to happen. Honestly, I have been hearing that forever. They've been they've spent decades perpetuating that. Man. Correct. Yeah. Back when we were kids, Chris, it's, it's like been the that way. Boogie. It's like the fucking boogeyman. Yeah. Before Al Qaeda was cool. It was this that made everybody <laughs> right. afraid. Terrorized. Right. Al Qaeda is hot. <laughs> that's that's what's in right now. guys. <laughs> <laughs> it's true, man. No, it's why right. apart from her opposition to uh, restricting abortion rights, which I think we all agree that it's none of your goddamn business what somebody does, and that's fine. And I don't care if you think it's immoral or moral or whatever the fuck it is. It's none of your business. And you don't have to pay for it. 
that's two for two. So if you don't like it, don't have one. It's real simple. So that doesn't make Boom. you a real stellar champion of individual rights when you're already, you know, defending the default position, which is none of your goddamn business. Okay, so you don't Not get a trophy. Everybody sees it like that, though. So to them, it's like a big fucking deal. Well, that's the problem is that these same individuals who will ride someone's ass like a bike over abortion will not adopt the child and take care of them. Oh, so, no. That's, why no. would they want to do that? Yeah, why would they do that? So their morality is once again called into question. You don't want an individual to make this choice, but you yourself won't put any money, time, or precious treasure into taking care of a kid who's been abandoned by their parents because they're fucking derelicts or they decided that they didn't want to be parents and they fight, let's say they're forced to have the baby anyway because of where they live or what have you. Nobody like I understand there's a lot of great people out there that do adopt people. We like I know them that like it's it's a wonderful thing, but what is the default? The default is people just abandon their children. That's what happens. So where are all the fucking conservatives? who are happy to pay taxes for bombs to kill other people's children who happen to be from a different religion 7,000 miles away from their house, but they're not willing to do anything about it seven miles from their house. Like, that's that's where the hypocrisy lies, and I think that not enough of us are speaking out on it because, again, the right is not as threatening as the radical communist left for a lot of people, but at, at the same time, they have this funny area where they end up meeting, and they're both equally dangerous and on the one hand, the one like one is really okay, like I said, with bombing the shit out of brown people, just like George Carlin said, right? You got brown people, we're gonna bomb the shit out of them. But on the other hand, <laughs> yeah, I remember that. Oh yeah, That's he's good. Yeah. rest in rest in power, George Carlin. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but uh, yeah, if you look, if the problem is, is that they have this weird area where they kind of intersect, right? So, but the right that I have a problem with is that they're very religious oriented, which I, again, I don't care. It doesn't bother me. But what bothers me is you don't live by the principles. If you're a real they, Christian, they, they cherry pick to, yes. to, you know, to, to make it convenient for whatever they're, whatever cause they're championing. But if you try and use it against them, you know, it's the same way with the, you know, like attacking the left from the left. Like you use, you use their own doctrine against them and they're speechless. That's a good point. I think that there was a word for that, Chris. I don't remember. I don't know if you've heard of it. it like cafeteria Christianity, right? The picking and choosing. <laughs> yeah, the picking and choosing of the principles you wish to adhere to. Yeah. But God forbid you should go and adopt children instead of fucking telling people that they shouldn't go to abortion clinics and do things that they feel are medically necessary or personally necessary or they don't even need to be justified to you in the beginning. So um, once again, circling back to... Our uh, friend, Ruth Bader Ginsburg, uh, the dead one, I don't know, and, and I don't know why you get a trophy for opposing abortion uh, when that you're, you're opposing the, uh, the limiting of abortion when that's pretty much, I don't know, I guess an entire, like at least 50, like maybe 48, 47% of the population, they don't feel really strongly maybe, you know what I mean? And then the radical ones that the corners do. But I don't know what she did in the Supreme Court other than vote with the liberal bloc all the time. Like, she opposed D.C. versus Heller. She was the one of the four in the 5-4 to four decision, which lifted the handgun ban on citizens in the District of Columbia. So that already tells me that she doesn't support females' individual rights to keep and bear arms. So how the fuck is she a good person, then, 
to all these goddamn feminists when this individual has clearly voted against their 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 best interest in self defense. That's I mean, how about well, that for a fucking they, example? They can all just defend themselves using melee weapons. So I mean, I don't know what the problem is, Jay. Oh God! <laughs> you know what? I need to go check myself. How dare I? <laughs> I mean, seriously. But I, I really I want to know why. I, I get so frustrated when this so t- so called titan of you know female rights and you know oh, this this big uh, women's champ she literally voted against your interest in defending yourself against criminals so she doesn't think that you have an individual right that predates the fucking constitution and the magna carta and any other piece of goddamn paper that you want to put in front of us she doesn't think that you have that right so why the fuck is she a hero like i don't understand why this is cool i don't none of them are heroes like i, I I don't even know why, you know, we allow it to continue. Like, it's really just annoying at this point. Like, first of all, it's nobody's fucking business if somebody has an abortion. Like, it, you may feel a certain type of way about it, and other people might feel another type of way about it. But here's what I have always said, like, no matter what my feelings are on it. If you tell somebody they can't do something, then don't expect them to be quiet and tell you what you can't do. Because they're, it, it works both ways. So, like, if you don't like it that people have abortions, you can't go around and say, well, I don't like it that you don't want me to have guns. Like, it's the same thing. Stop telling other people what they can and cannot do. Stop trying to control what people do and how they do things. And, like, that's where people need to start the conversation, I think. But that's just, you know, my thought on it. I don't know. I don't think there's anything wrong with what you said. Uh, but, again, I, I don't. I, what bothers me is how quickly, and then they have these press ops where the they have the the photographers at the steps of the Supreme Court where you have this little girl in a mask and her mommy in a mask, putting flowers on the steps of the Supreme Court <laughs> to honor a judge they never met, to honor a judge that they couldn't mention her accomplishments. It is a cult. It's one hundred percent. A cult. Nobody even knew who the fuck she was before she died and everybody made a big deal out of it. Like, I'm sorry. Like, if they don't know um, certain, like, pulp, uh, pop culture references, they don't know who the fuck Ruth Bader Ginsburg is. If I'm even saying her name right. Like, well, you got it right. You yeah. know, I mean, nobody... Some people probably knew who she was, but not all of those fucking people, let me tell you, because they have no fucking clue in life about anything. I work in the public. I fucking know. Like everybody's an idiot and they don't know what the fuck's going on. (laughs) Everybody's an idiot. They don't know what the fuck is going on. We're putting it on a t-shirt. Um, I like that. (laughs) (laughs) I like that. Uh, I, you know, again, guys, I'm sorry. Like, you know, I'm not trying to fucking, uh, wipe my feet on the corpse of a dead woman, but at the same time, I'm not going to fucking sit here and worship an individual who, I don't really think deserves to be worshipped at all. I and I, I, I really it should trouble people when you see them showing up to like when the fuck did government officials who rule you become heroes? I mean I don't I I can't handle this. That it, it makes me sick to my stomach and it's that whole thing that we talked about uh, you know, being outside of the matrix and being able to see the zeros and ones. It's programming. It's programming. But like do you guys I know that we were kind of younger, like, you know, when, and, 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 uh, you know, Brian, well, no, he was born, uh, which one Brian, that's not here or Randall, which one? Yeah. Are we talking Brian about? Spurrier. 
He's older than me. Yeah, he's older than you. He's older than me. And like, and then Randall is. He's the baby of the family. The baby of the. But he was born when President Clinton was in office, right? Yeah, he was getting his dick sucked by Monica Lewinsky, the fat Jewish intern. Yeah, so like. Yeah. Man, I don't even remember it. I don't. Like, I know, like, there's always the been like. Fat Jewish. <laughs> I know there's always been like worship of the like the the government or the left in some sort of way, shape or form. <laughs> but I feel like it's so blatant now. Like when when George W. Bush was president, like none of this weirdo shit was going on that I can recall. I do. I don't. Well, no, yeah. I don't remember people worshiping like you, other you, people that died and like making a big deal. Like no, I feel the, like it's like really like Reagan amped up a I, notch. I can't. I can't stop chuckling about fat Jewish <laughs> no. I'm sorry. She's all like, she's I'm all sorry. Like, Shabbat shalom. Let me suck on your yeah. shalom. Yeah, shalom. Oh, shalom. This is getting posted on YouTube. That's for fucking sure. Hey, you know what? We're, mo- we're moving on to bit shoot. Bit yeah, shoot. Yeah, we moved on to bit shoot. YouTube can suck our fucking collective cocks. Yeah. I just, I'm not even like, I'm going to well, put all the episodes on bit shoot. If you, uh, if you rec- I don't know if you recall or not, but right before him and Carrie went nose to nose in the 04 election, Ronald Reagan died. And they had a state funeral at the National Cathedral, and all the dignitaries came that out. Fucking piece of shit. Yeah, the guy who banned full autos. By the way, the hero of the right who banned full autos. It's on his watch that that happened. Um, so fuck him. For, further escalated the war on drugs. Correct. Yeah, the just say no campaign, all of that shit. That that's, he was, that's him. like dude, and like that's a like he's like he's a prime example of like. Like the rights idolization and, and worship of their fucking absolutely government oppressors, man. Like so many people, like oh, he was the greatest president. Like he was a fucking piece of fucking dog shit, man. Like, yeah, yeah. No, there's no question about it. And uh, how about the Iran Contra? And right, uh, right. Yeah, the funding of the um, good old, good old Ali North. Yeah, Oliver North. I remember that as a kid. I had yeah. no idea what was happening at the time, but I knew this dude in the Marine outfit was standing up there the getting fucking, grilled by the Congress. fucking fall guy for the fucking Contra scandal. He he got away with it too. Then he has a show on Fox right. News. Tremendous muscle top. Uh, right. Way to go, uh, hey, right? <laughs> so like it's the you guys think it's the same level of worship and oh, yeah. that it's not kicked. Oh up yeah, notch? it's the same level of worship just on the other side, man. Like for real, like the people, like so many people on the right, like I still know I, people I, that I, have idolize signs in their fucking right? house. They, they fucking they idolize fucking Reagan, man. Like they think he was so fucking great. Well, yeah, because they look at the econ- – well, they first of all, his economic principles were I wouldn't even call them free market because he gave rich people right. more money. You know, trickle I mean? down, trickle down, trickle down economics. economics. We can fucking Reaganomics. We can blame that shit on him. Yep. Yep. Yeah, fucking tri- trickle down. Like, yeah, they're peeing on your leg, bro. <laughs> hey, you know what, man? He well, he did great for the punk scene that came out of the 80s, man, because they, they he right? inspired a lot of music. Uh, speaking of music, I went ahead and posted something that uh, not too many people saw, which, uh, you know, the fuck the rest of you for not doing anything about it. Not this group, but I'm just saying. Um, uh, Della Rocha. The uh, former lead uh-huh. singer <laughs> of Rage Against the Machine is worth over $20 million. Oh, wow. $6 million. Good for him. Is it, yes. is it not De La Roca? I thought it was De La Rocha. I mean, I don't know. I it's just kind of – R-O-C-H-A. R-O-C-H-A. And he's, ha- he's half wow. Mexican-American, half Irish, and Scottish. So I don't know. I, he's, he's, he's from everywhere. I don't know how you want to pro- – I, I pronounce it De La Rocha. 
Uh, he's worth almost $30 million. So if anybody tells you that anarcho-communism doesn't pay off, you tell them to look at him because uh, he is right. a success story. And um, <laughs> Chris made me laugh because he fucking... Rage against the machine that I'm clearly a part of. <laughs> <laughs> Playing at Coachella and shit, charging <laughs> know, fucking right? how much money for a ticket? Dude, like, the, yeah, I was going to say they went on that tour. Dude, they were charging hundreds of dollars for tickets. Like, fuck you guys. Fuck you, you fucking hypocrites. It's you a fucking, shame. Fucking communist fucking Mao fucking Marx fucking worshippers. It's it's sad though because the music is pretty fucking good. I mean, right? That's I what like pisses it. me off is because oh, the they're fucking, fucking their awesome. music fucking slaps, dude. Like, I fucking. I love it, but I can't get behind their message, man. <laughs> I just well, I can't get behind their message. You know that one song that they had, the Pistol Grip Pump, which is one of my favorite songs? You know, yeah. he's like, oh, Pistol Grip Pump with on my lap at all times. They can be fucking with blank shit, but they can't be fucking with mine. Excuse me. What? Who Who said that you have private property, uh, sir? Like, <laughs> what do you mean right. they can't be fucking with your shit? It's the people's shit, you dickhead. You live in a commune now. What do you mean? It's not even your shotgun. It's the fucking, it's the, uh, it's the red militias, uh, the soy army, as Chris calls it, the soy red army shotgun. The, the, the red soy army. <laughs> you, you know, you know, it really gets under my skin is like, so like all the fucking people that, that want to argue, like, cause obviously like the biggest difference between like, you know, say like us and, and quote unquote and comms is, you know, private property and all that shit. And, and it's like, uh, like they always want to argue like, well, there you guys just don't understand private property. There's a difference between personal property oh, yeah. and private property. Shut the fuck up, man. Like, honestly, <laughs> I can't I can't remember who it was. And, and I, I know I heard it on a podcast somewhere and I can't remember if it was like taken from like Rothbard. Or, or something else. You can correct me if I'm wrong, Jay. I'm sure you'll know. But, like, essentially what it boils down to is if we don't have private property, if you don't own anything, if you don't own anything, then the question essentially boils down to, like, who owns you? Like, you're, slave. you're a slave. Yeah, you're a slave. I, I think you, it was Rothbard. If you don't, if you, don't if, if you can't have private property, you can't own anything, then you're a slave. I'm pretty sure it was uh, Rothbard. I'm not 100% sure, but I think that you're right. Uh, and it's 100% true. I love that. You guys don't know the difference between personal property and private property. Well, uh, yeah, we do. Yeah, we right. do. Right. <laughs> like, Angel had an ex like was watching ex uh, an exchange she told me about yesterday where some fucker was going on telling somebody. Now, I, I'm not, I might miss a couple of authors here, gentlemen, but this was wonderful. Like, they, the guy got mad at ANCAPs, which is not hard to do. I understand that. And I'm not shitting on them, but it's not hard to get mad at them. Uh, like, talk, like you, let, you know, let's talk about theory, you know, come, you know, somebody told him to read Rothbard and a couple other people. And then he came back and he's like, you know, read, um, uh, read Proudhon, read uh, Das Kapital, read uh, the conquest of bread, um, read Lenin and all this other shit. And I looked and I, and she was telling me about this and I go, do you realize that Karl Marx hated everybody on that fucking list with the exception. I mean, he obviously wouldn't know who Lenin is, but <laughs> Karl Marx hated Pierre Joseph Proudhon. And in fact, one of our blog posts where we talked about Stalin and anarchism, he specifically talks about how Karl Marx takes uh, Proudhon apart using uh, the material dialectic, if I'm not mistaken, and completely corrects Pierre Joseph Proudhon. So, the question is, when people, when somebody like that, an anarcho-communist or whatever the fuck they are, um, I, how can you include Marx in the same sentence as people as, like, Kropotkin? Kropotkin did not like Marx. 
like you have an anarcho-communist and, a, and a, an actual communist that don't like each other, that disagree over theory, yet you're telling people to read the like which one like we're supposed to read them in chronological order so that we get to right. Lenin. You know what I mean? Like so, read these read these conflicting ideologies and then get on my level, bro. <laughs> yeah, for real. That's what it is. And what I don't understand is if they like if they would have read them, they would have picked up on that uh, that hypocritical streak that they're carrying with them. Because once again, Proudhon, Marx do not match. Like just because they have quote, if we're gonna play this left wing right wing game, they hang out on the same side. It doesn't mean that one is further down and up than the other one. Like clearly, Karl Marx is on the authoritarian left side, and Pierre Joseph Proudhon is on the libertarian left side. Much like Kropotkin, like you could be, put him all the way at the end, right? Because that's what on the bottom at the, all the far way to the left. That's fine. But putting Karl Marx and mixing him and then putting Lenin in there, I mean, I, 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 I can't believe that these people. And the, and the thing is also is every time I see somebody post something like that, I question if they actually read the material. You're just fucking talking like uh, Angel was saying. They're just saying this shit because they heard somebody else say it. Like they actually didn't read anything. Yeah. They're just repeating what some other fucking uh, illiterate junkie said on Twitter about what they need to read. Like uh, I, I don't Jay, understand. If, it. if we're gonna call them by what they are, we gotta call them by the correct term. They're woke, bougie progs. I, I beg your pardon. Yeah, that's a hundred percent. That's the gift that keeps on giving. And they never giving. answer any of my questions. I always ask them very nicely. Like, where did they learn? Like, they seem like an expert in, in their particular topic of field that they're discussing. And I want to know where they learned so much about it. And uh, if they could guide me to any particular points in the book that, you know, I should really pay attention to. And if there's anything that I should know in addition to those books that I should research. And they never answer my questions. I wonder why that is. Strange. Strange how that happens, isn't it? Yeah, real, real strange. <laughs> uh, I want to uh, move on to the meat and potatoes. I, like again, Breonna Taylor's miscarriage of justice for what happened to her. Obviously, it took center stage. But I did want to talk right, about. Go we ahead. do what we always do and go off on a wild tangent. Well, <laughs> hey, listen. I think that, I think yeah. it's part of what makes us interesting. Damn it. I. I oh, one hundred percent. It disagree. is Jack De La Rocha, by the way. It is De La Rocha. Okay, I got I got the pronunciation. De La, de la Rocha. See, si, see, si, twenty six million dollars. He's a fucking anarcho communist. Twenty six million dollars. <laughs> <laughs> fucking Che Guevara like, wears. Hey, rage shirt. against the machine, Holmes. <laughs> Buy my T-shirt, you fuck, yeah, and two hundred dollar yeah. tickets. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> pay four hundred dollars for this ticket and sixty dollars for this T-shirt, Holmes. Really show how you rage against that machine. <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> oh, I love doing this. Now, show. Orale, vato. Orale, <laughs> oh my gosh, that's great. Uh, um, <laughs> fuck. De la Rocha, de la Rocha. De la ro <laughs> like, yeah. how hard can you roll that R, baby? <laughs> yeah, I bet you're harder than De la Rocha, that's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> I um. Oh, you're killing me over here, man. <laughs> I uh. <laughs> let's uh let's talk about something that uh, some of us have probably run into at some point in time. Uh, I unfortunately had to buy my rights back from the state in order to carry a concealed weapon. And I've been pulled over several times while carrying a concealed weapon. 
And uh, your interactions with the police change dramatically once you're armed and they know you're armed. Now, I don't know how it works for each individual state, but the state that uh, we all reside in, uh, we uh, unfortunately have a duty to notify the cops once we're pulled over that we are carrying a weapon and, uh, you know, to follow instructions or what have you, which means keeping your hands on the wheel at six and nine until they tell you to put them down. Now, you might be wondering, oh, you know, Jay's a big fucking anarchist and following the rules. Listen, do you want to die? Do you want to die? Because here's the thing. When I get pulled over, I leave my hands on the wheel. And the thing is, is I, I pocket carry a holster or weapon and my wallet is behind that pocket, that, 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 that pocket, pocket carry holster. So I carry my weapon on the left-hand side. My wallet's on the left-hand side. So when they want my driver's license, I have to fucking tell them I have to reach for my wallet. Can I reach for my wallet? Now, here's the interesting part. The the local police, the local Smokey, as it were, he was <laughs> – I watched him. I, I, he goes, you can put your hands down. I go, oh, oh, I'm okay. And I was like, do I have permission to reach from – are you okay with it? I have to get my wallet. He wasn't even looking at me. And he goes, yeah, whatever. And he was looking down the street, and I'm like, why the fuck did you pull, even pull me over? Like, well, you're not even paying attention to what I'm doing. I could be totally hiding evidence, but that, whatever, that's great. I, I, I wasn't. I wasn't doing anything wrong. It turns out it's a license plate light, which ironically he pulled me over for, but with his bright lights, he could see my license plate without the use of a license plate light on my car. I don't know what that's all about. Whatever it was a reason no, to pull me over. That's not the point, man. That's not yeah, that's not the point. <laughs> so I had to carefully now I've been pulled over by state troopers. Now that's an entirely different um it's an entirely different experience because the guy says without pointing to the weapon, indicate to me where the weapon is stored. And I'm looking, I'm like, front left pocket. I already fucking told you this. But I'm being nice because I don't want to die. Okay? So then, as I say, do I? can I get my wallet? Can I reach for my wallet? He says, yeah, go ahead. And you see where his right hand is. His right hand is ready to go. And it's very fucking nerve-wracking. It was very nerve-wracking because if you moved a little too fast, you know, they might be reading about you in the paper. And the way the story would be like, uh, uh, Jay uh, of blank town tries to draw a gun on highway patrolmen and gets lit up like a Christmas tree for trying to kill a police officer when all I was doing for re was reaching for my wallet. With that being the case, I wanted to talk to our audience about things to tactics that the police use. Now, we could boil this down, which we have in the past. Keep your fucking mouth shut. Don't say anything. Yes, I, we understand that. Those are the principles that everybody should live by no matter what you've done. I have a 17-year-old kid, and I've told him, I don't care if the body is on your feet and the blood is covering your hands and your body, you don't say anything. You don't fucking say anything. You don't admit to nothing. Don't even tell him your fucking name, okay? Don't, don't say anything. Keep your fucking mouth shut, okay? But let's get into some tactics here that the fuzz likes to use on you, the individual, okay? The first thing is, when you do get pulled over, you're going to encounter this question. Do you know why I pulled you over? This qu question initially seems normal. An officer of the law wants you to recognize the thing you did wrong. Unfortunately, this classic traffic stop opening is a trick question that's meant to catch drivers off guard before they have time to remember their Fifth Amendment rights. 
If people answer the question and suppose why officers pulled them over, their answers could be used against them in the court of law. For example, if someone were to say, quote, because I ran a red light, end quote, the cop now has a stated confession from the accused. This is the kind of confession that will not result in an automatic conviction, but it's not good for the defendant's case. The next one, where are you coming from? This question seems innocent, but it's a critical part of the investigative process. Officers want to know where people are coming from so they can draw conclusions about their whereabouts. Suppose an officer has a hunch that someone is intoxicated. If the person says they are coming from brunch, a bar, or a club, you can now expect the cop to be on high alert. Historically speaking, okay, having a cop think you're guilty isn't good for you for your case or your traffic stop. Now, this one's really important. Can I search your car? Many people believe the cops can search your car during traffic stops, but that's only semi-true. Cops can only search vehicles during traffic stops when they establish probable cause. In short, no probable cause, no possession search. Now, I know that there was a court case that uh, threw out the, quote, I smell marijuana being that that's the classic get around for your rights to be violated immediately is all they have to say is they think they smell marijuana, which is a right to search your vehicle immediately. I believe there was a court that struck that down. So uh, things might be changing a little bit, but don't worry. They'll find another way to get around it. Mean, the, the bottom line is this. Even if you're up to no good, there is no consent to search. And by the way, I would suggest people take a look at the statistics on uh, false positives for drug searching dogs. They're not as accurate as you think they are. Um, no way. Imagine that. Imagine that. Now, I would like to get into interrogation techniques. So let's say you have been detained and you've been arrested for something, okay? Whatever the case may be. So you're going to encounter some of these things. One of them is intimidation. In some cases, police will grill a suspect, a suspect by aggressively peppering them with questions or making threats. This kind of third-degree type of questioning might look similar to the interrogation methods police use in crime movies and police dramas. While police today still may use threats and intimidation to interrogate someone, they have to be careful with an aggressive approach to interviewing as it's quite easy for a criminal defense lawyer to challenge a confession that has been coerced by the police. For example, now this is really important too, if the police refuse to allow a suspect to use the restroom or obtain food or hydration, the court might throw out the confession as being the product of coercion. In recent years, many police departments have moved away from traditional interrogation tactics that rely on suspect intim uh, intimidation. Well, yeah, why intimidate them when you can shoot them and write the story? Um, anyway. Right. Uh, <laughs> no tales. Correct. Now, this one is an interesting one. This is called the Reed Technique. It's named for a police officer that developed it. The Reed Technique encourages officers to build a good relationship with the suspect and then ask questions. As the officer asks questions, he or she is trained to watch how the responder acts while they provide an answer. The idea behind the Reed Technique is that people make certain body movements and gestures when they're anxious. For example, a person might sweat or fidget unconsciously. And this uh, technique has been around since the 40s. It's the sort of questioning you see in movies and televisions. They're uh, questioning a police station in a dingy room with one officer playing a good cop and the other one playing the bad cop. But under this technique, police rely on three critical concepts that are intended to lead a suspect to believe that confessing to a crime, whether guilty or not, by the way, is in the suspect's best interests. Number one, isolation. Officers isolate the suspect from family and friends in the hopes that it will make the person feel alone. The reliance on isolation led to the development of the modern windowless interrogation room. Number two, maximization. 
The officer starts out by saying that the suspect is, in fact, guilty. The officer knows it, and the defendant knows it. The officer will then present a theory of the crime, sometimes supported by other evidence, sometimes completely fabricated, that, offer, that offers details that the suspect can later parrot back to the officer. The officer ignores or refutes any claims of innocence by the defendant. This is the bad cop portion of the interview. The cop knows that the suspect is lying, knows that the suspect did it, and the suspect is wasting everyone's time with protests of innocence. Finally, minimization. After the officer has made it clear to the suspect that no claims of innocence will be entertained whatsoever, the officer moves on to the good cop portion of the interview. Now, at this point, the police officer tells the suspect that the officer understands why the suspect did it, and everyone else will understand, too. Won't the suspect feel better after confessing? Come on, just fess up. If the suspect confesses, good things will happen. A lesser charge, a chance to go home. If not, the suspect will remain in custody forever. If you are questioned at a police station, there is a good chance you will be subjugated to the Reed technique. Avoid saying anything incriminating by keeping your mouth shut and asking for a lawyer. Once again, keep your goddamn mouth shut. Don't say anything. Uh, however, most people are nervous when they're being questioned by police. It's easy for us to sit here and go through these and, you know, sit in, you know, the comfortable studio and say, oh, you know, yeah, of course, I'd, I'd be able to resist this. The power of the state yes, is not that it's it's fucking intimidating. And I understand why people now the thing is, is in a way, I feel like reading these and staying, uh, you know, and keeping it in mind, let's say, I hope to avoid falling victim to techniques by reading up on it and keeping it in my mind that I'm going to be lied to no matter what. Now, I understand that people of our political persuasion or lack thereof, excuse me, uh, we're already going to be inclined to not cooperate whatsoever because we kind of already know that these fuckers are up to no good. But when your fate, like, I understand, like, the psychology almost bothers me a little bit. You know what I mean? It almost pisses me off that instead of, you know, if you have all the facts, think about this. If they have all of the evidence, there's no reason. There's no fucking reason why they would be asking you to confess. There's no reason they would be asking to give you to give evidence against yourself. If they already have everything, you would be fucking rung up, you'd be thrown in the hokey, and you'd be waiting for a court date. Okay? That's it. I mean, that, that, if they, they're, they need more evidence because they don't have enough. So it's important to keep those things in mind. Um, I don't know if anybody heard this before. It's called the PEACE method. The PEACE method stands for Preparation and Planning, Engage and Explain, Account, Closure, and Evaluate. Developed by a team of police officers and psychologists, it takes more of a fact-gathering approach to interrogation. Rather than being accusatory or abrasive towards the suspect, the PEACE method aims to obtain as much information as possible and then assess whether the suspect is being factually based on what the police already know about the case. Um, no matter what the interrogation method is used against you guys, please remember that you do have a right to keep your fucking mouth shut. It's not a suggestion. Okay? Keep your fucking mouth shut. Don't say anything. In reality, friendly officers are simply being friendly to coax suspects into letting their guard down. Okay? After dealing with, the, after dealing with like, aggressive officers and aggressive uh, tactics and things like that, the suspect could be relieved to be speaking with somebody who appears to be nicer and more empathetic to them, okay? Uh, but individuals have confessed to crimes that they, don't, that they have never committed. We all know this now, 
According to the Innocence Project, one out of every four people falsely convicted of a crime and later exonerated through DNA evidence admitted to carrying out the crime during a police interrogation. Okay? So that's a little bit of food for thought. All right? Um, let's see here. Let's go through your right against self-incrimination. Okay? Uh, no matter which interrogation method, like we said, you have a right to keep your mouth shut and don't say anything, and it's your Fifth Amendment. Or if we're going to play the Constitution game, right, boys? Okay. Um, let's say the cops come up to you and say, what's your problem? We're just trying to clarify what happened here. And since you, since you say you haven't done anything wrong, what have you got to be afraid of? False. If you don't answer questions, you must be hiding evidence or guilt. What is true is the constitutional right to remain silent would be useless if exercising it branded you as guilty. That's why if you vote, invoke your right to remain silent, the police and prosecutor are forbidden to use it against you in court. Uh, in fact, during trial, if a prosecutor implies that you've remained silent out of guilt, your defense attorney can object and call for a mistrial automatically. Uh, when a cop says, well, we're done here, I'm going back to the station, write my, my, write my report. That's why the DA is going to use to decide, that's what the DA is going to use to decide to prosecute and what for charges. Right now, all I have is my report and the other guy said what happened. Of course, you don't have to talk to me, but as far as my report's concerned, this is your last chance to tell your side of the story. If you don't tell your side of the story to, to the police, you'll lose your chance to talk your way out of being prosecuted. Absolutely false. You cannot assume that police officers are neutral, listening to both sides and deciding who's at fault. It's their job to collect potential evidence against people. Prosecutors aren't neutral parties either. It's their job to prove people guilty. So if you're a suspect and you tell your side of the story to the police and prosecutor, who by definition are not on your side, you will be hurting yourself. The right person in whom to confide is your own defense lawyer. Your lawyer will then help you tell your story to the judge and or jury, who are the only people whose job it is to listen impartially to you. Also, if a cop tells you, look, you're busted, there's no way you're getting out of this, the best thing you do for yourself at this point is tell the truth. If you take responsibility now, it'll look a lot better on you when you get to court. The prosecutor and judge will respect you if you confess immediately upon being, being arrested. Absolutely fucking false. Prosecutors will think you're pretty stupid if you confess to the police, but they'll be happy because it's much easier for them to win a case against you. Judges don't particularly care whether you confess to the police or not, as long as you can accept the plea bargain before the case has to go to trial. Um, from a strategic standpoint, admitting guilt is only valuable if you hold it in reserve so that your lawyer can use it as leverage to cut you a deal for you. Confessing before negotiating is like going to buy something you really want, putting all your fucking money on the table and asking, how much does that cost? Above all, do not ask for or accept advice from officers who have stopped you. They are not there to act as your advocate or judge. Remember that they've been trained to put you at ease to get you to trust them. Their job is to find, arrest, and help convict the suspect. And that suspect is you. Office, and this is also dealing with people who have kids. Police often manipulate suspects who have children into confessing or consenting to searches. The soft approach goes like this. Hey, I see you're alone here with your kids, and I don't want to make this any harder on you than necessary. Tell you what, if you sign this form and answer a few questions, we'll let you make some phone calls right now to find someone who can come pick up the kids. The more difficult approach might sound like this. You know, I could put in a call to Child Protective Services and have a social worker out here within the hour. Do you know how hard it is to get your kids back once the county takes custody of them? <sighs> this is a really tough situation, but it's critical to say the magic words. I'm going to remain silent. I would like to see a lawyer, 
no matter how frightened and upset you might feel. In the short term, if you refuse to cooperate with the police, they may take your children for a little while. But in the long term, you stand a much better chance of beating the criminal charges and coming home. When you answer questions or consent to searches, you sabotage your chances of winning your case or negotiating a favorable plea bargain, which may result in you going to jail or prison where you won't be able to be available to see your children for a very long time. Remember that, remember that as long as there are relatives or a designated guardian who can take custody of your children, the authorities aren't going to put your kids into foster care. The county has no interest in spending resources on caring for anyone's children, obviously, if it doesn't have to. And the authorities will be more than happy to turn them over to an appropriate guardian as soon as possible. You can shorten the amount of time your children have to wait to be rescued if you designate a, a, a guardian in advance. Want to appoint a guardian is the best to check with a lawyer or a law clinic. The procedure varies from jurisdiction to jurisdiction. You don't want your child's guardian to have to struggle to prove that she is properly authorized. If your children are old enough to understand, you have to have them memorize the guardian's name and telephone number. It's wise to designate a guardian for your children, even if you never expect to get in any trouble with the law. Okay? Now, moving on to informal questioning, right? So... Informal questioning can also occur at any time a person interacts with an officer. If an officer stops you and you don't know why, you should assume that the officer suspects you of committing a crime, whether that crime is speeding or up to murder, and it's trying to get information and for you to confess to any crime, and you should act accordingly. If you Ask if you're free to leave. If you are, then leave. But if not, say you do not wish to answer any questions and you wish to speak to an attorney. Okay. There have been numerous high-profile cases of people exonerated, often by DNA evidence, after falsely confessing to a crime that they did not commit. Psychological research shows that juveniles and people with diminished mental capacity are at a greater risk for false confessions, and that, crazily enough, people that are innocent may be more likely to falsely confess on the mistaken belief that they can confess, end the interrogation, and then everything gets sorted out later. Mandatory recording of police interrogations in their entirety have been shown to reduce false confessions, and some jurisdictions have adopted this reform. Okay, some, not all. So I know that was a bit long-winded, everybody, but it's something that I feel really strongly about, and I think that everybody should feel real strongly about, is please fucking take care of yourself. Don't give them any evidence. Don't talk. Don't fucking say anything, Okay. Keep your fucking mouth shut. I know that that's, a, that's an old tried and true, but keep your fucking mouth shut. They're not here to help you. They're not here to, uh, to make sure that you get home to your kids. If you have kids, they're, 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 their job is to fucking find evidence against you and arrest you. So I just uh, wanted to make sure that everybody understood that not only is that the best thing that you can do is keep your mouth shut, but also to know the tactics that the state will use to intimidate you into acquiescing to their demands. And it's insidious, it's nefarious, but unfortunately, this is the world that we live in. I can't really speak for other police departments across the world. Um, I know that ours is particularly rough, <laughs> uh, and that's putting it uh, moderately. So, again, if you guys want to hit us up at info at useguyspod, let us know how the cops behave in your country, especially when you're being detained for something. Please let us know. We'd love to hear from you. Um, I... I uh, I, I just really feel that I really feel strongly that people need to know these things. Like if once again, if we're going to be playing the Constitution game and you have something called the Fifth Amendment right, you need to use it. Because I'll tell you what, these fuckers will stop at nothing to make sure they don't care if you're innocent and they don't care if you're guilty. All they care about is getting you in. They want to solve it as fast as possible, even if you're not the one who's responsible. So 
I yield the balance of my time back to the group. Thank you. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's all I have. I that, that was really fired up about that, so I feel better now. It's kind of like taking oh, that's a good dump, shit. you know. Yeah, it's good to be fired up about that. People need to know that shit, and it's like you know, it's like you said, like they they use intimidation tactics, like they 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 thrive on that. It's like. I don't know. It's like the, like the the fears instilled in us. You know what I mean? Like even like even now, like I'll admit, like whenever I'm driving and I see a cop like following me, like it immediately fucking you know heightens my anxiety. Like, absolutely. Right yeah. It's absolutely. weird. You, know you never I mean? feel safer. No, no, yeah. never, never. I've never ever ever seen a cop and thought, God, I, I'm so thankful for them. Oh, I feel so safe. <laughs> it's I true. Feel it's never so a safe. good feel. You don't even have to be doing anything wrong. Right. Right. And it's right? never and it, good. It, 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 it's it's th- like a culture of fear that's been bred into us and it, and it's been done on purpose too like you know make no mistake about that like they you know and, and like i said that's how their intimidation tactics work you know like you were saying like whenever they start grilling people like you said people of uh i don't know like lower cognitive capacity will ad- admit to things that they would never dream of doing just because right. they're so just because they're so afraid you know I mean, like, if you if people don't believe us about not saying anything to the police because they're like, I don't have anything to hide. Like, you know, I I should, you know, talk to them like you can get hemmed up pretty quickly, especially if they don't have any other suspects. And like, I would just say, um, you know, if you want to spend three hours of your life um, watching a interrogation of somebody that actually probably murdered their wife, um, you could look up Josh Powell, Susan Powell. She she went missing, and there's all this evidence that he fucking killed her and dumped her body somewhere. Like, well, not all this evidence, but like it, it clues that like he's involved. But they don't have evidence to charge him with anything, and he kept his mouth shut and he he walked away from the situation. I mean, eventually he blew his house up with his two children in it, which is very sad. But if you if you watch that interview and like look at how frustrated the detective is that's inter- like that's interrogating him and like his non-response answers like I've told you everything I don't know what else you want me to say I don't have anything else to say you know and like they can't charge him cuz they don't have anything and I mean just watch that video and see you know, especially knowing that he was the last person to see his wife, like, and they couldn't, you know, bring him up on any charges whatsoever. So yeah. just keep that in mind. It's important to keep that in mind. And that's a very tragic story. But also there's plenty of examples where I even think Netflix a while ago did some sort of series that uh, they had uh, false confessions. Uh, people who were basically, you know, interrogated into confessing to crimes that they didn't commit and went to prison for it. Uh, uh, well, I mean, that's one of them. That one kid. Yeah, the I one care. kid. Am I gonna miss WrestleMania? <laughs> yeah, the yeah. port. Yeah, which Brandon Dassey. I yeah. If you watch that and you don't feel disgusted after after seeing this kid be manipulated and then being told that the mom, like, wasn't it they, the cops told his mom, like, oh no, you can't be in the room with him. Like, you know, we have to talk to him by ourselves. Like, this is the part that pisses me off, you guys. Uh. Please know your fucking rights, because if you don't, they're going to use everything they can to extract information from you, even if it's false, so that they can close their case and move on to the next fucking victim. Okay, they're vampires. 
All right, that's what mm-hmm. they do. So please know your fucking rights. I know that it's a goddamn piece of paper that's useless. I understand that. But those are their rules that you and unfortunately, whether we recognize their authority or not, those are the rules that we unfortunately have to play with. Just keep your fucking mouth shut and teach your goddamn kids to keep their mouth shut. Like, that's the problem is, like, I even talked about this before. Like, my kid's 17. Well, before he went to first grade, they had to do this. Like, this is this is my pre-anarchy part. This was when this is when I was, like, a libertarian, a lowercase libertarian. They took the kid to Safety Town, like, to learn how to uh, cross streets and shit like that and look at traffic signals and, you know, walk, don't walk signals, you know, for when you're pedestrian traffic and shit. But they've been also uh, teaching your kids to see people in uniforms and lab coats as people that are beyond question. You will do what the fuck these people tell you to do. So it's a conditioning that goes all the way back to when you're so young and impressionable, you just accept it because an adult told you to. Because you've been brought to authority, right? Bend to authority. Do what the fuck they tell you to do. Please educate your children. Please educate the young people out there. You keep your fucking mouth shut. Don't say anything. Do not talk. It doesn't help. I even told my kid is almost done with his with his service to the public schools. Like he's going to be eighteen here pretty soon. And even from day one, I told him, you do not sign anything. I don't care if it's a fucking detention slip. You sign nothing. You say nothing. Don't put your fucking name on a piece of paper. Don't do any of that. You tell them to call me, and then I will come down there. Because you have to teach these kids who have been educated to think that people have their best interests in hand, that wear uniforms. And I'm, of course... This is excluding the fire department and the EMS, okay? This is the, the song does not go fuck the fire department and fuck the EMS. We, we, all know who, right. we all know who we're talking about here. Guys, teach the kids. Teach the young people. Don't fucking say anything. It's better to keep your fucking mouth shut. And even a public defender's better than you fucking spilling your guts mm-hmm. and hoping to fall on the mercy of some piece of shit police officer. You right. know what I mean? Give them, give them absolutely nothing. Like, we're, we're all stuck in this shitty game of Jumanji together, so... Yeah. <laughs> learn, <laughs> learn, learn, learn their rules and learn to use it against them. Yeah, that's it. That's 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 the bottom line. I mean, I Chris hit it out of the park with that one. It, it's a shitty game of Jumanji that we all have to play, and it's 100% right. true. But... Uh, you know, man, it's really important. Like, I see people all the time. Like, that stupid show, Cops. Man, I hated that fucking show for minute one, but it really oh, showed dude. how ignorant people were of what the rights what their rights are. And I'll give you a good example. So, Chris G. and I, he has a current co-worker and a former co-worker of mine. Uh, he's the Jehovah Witness that's very bad at being a Jehovah Witness. Incredibly terrible <laughs> at it. Okay, so this was in 2011. And I remember he came to work with party plates. And I was like, oh, (laughs) how interesting. I haven't heard from you all weekend. Turns out you were in the hokey. Well, check this out. So just to give you an idea about DUIs, this fucking guy got pulled over. All right. Now, I don't know if anybody knows this or not, but if you do not do the breathalyzer test, the state automatically arrests you. Okay. They take your fucking license, too. Yeah. They take your license. You get the party plate and all that other bullshit. Okay. But if you do like it's. I don't know how this was allowed. I mean, I do know, but it's it's a you're fucked if you do and fucked if you don't because if you do blow into that cocksucker, guess what happens? You've given evidence against yourself, okay? You you're you're fucking finished. But if you don't, you're busted anyway. It cost that man 10 grand in fees and attorney fees to fight that case and he won because he did not use the breathalyzer. 
He never confessed to drinking a drop of anything. In fact, he told the fucking patrolman that he had orange juice and that's it. And that motherfucker was lit. I mean, he was fucking drunk and he, and, and he told me, he goes, oh no, I was fucking hammered. And he said that the smell of alcohol that the cops smelled, he used cough drops. He was like the latent alcohol from the halls because I was sick. And he had halls in his in his in his car. So oh, this guy. He, he fucking fought it and won. He won. But step one was not admitting to anything and not taking a breathalyzer. This and he spent all weekend in the hokey, man. He had fucking powdered eggs for breakfast. It's a it's an unfortunate situation, but he avoided ruining his fucking life with those DUIs. You know, and you can't have a fucking glass of beer with your dinner nowadays without being a criminal. I mean, a sniff of whiskey and your ass is in the in lockup. So just keep that in mind. It's an expensive proposition, but always keep your fucking mouth shut because it's better to pay ten grand than getting ass fucked in county for a couple of months. Okay, I'm I'm not interested in either one, but I'd rather pay the ten grand to keep my asshole from getting expanded. I'm far too pretty to go to jail, gentlemen. I can't handle that. <laughs> <laughs> so that's uh that's that's all I have uh, for today. If anybody has anything that they would like to throw out there, uh, please do. Well, you're talking about police trying to force people to do shit. I can't remember where it was, but it, and it might even have been a couple of years ago. But I want to say it was like EMS brought patients into an emergency room after a car accident or something. And the police were on scene, too, because they thought somebody was drunk or under the influence or some shit. And they were in the hospital, like telling nurses that they had to draw blood and give them samples. So that way they could test them for like fucking alcohol or drugs or whatever. And they were like absolutely not like that is a huge violation of patient rights like you have to come back with like i don't know if it would be a warrant or what but they were like basically get fucked and then they tried to take down all these nurses over it and i wish i could remember where it was but they ended up the nurses ended up being right but like i'm sure that's not the first time that's happened and i'm sure most of the time they're like oh yeah sure i can do that for you and it's just like not even anything malicious on the nurse's part, but they're just, like, fucking someone's entire life up, potentially. Didn't they try to... They actually arrest... I remember the video of them arresting the nurse who refused to allow anybody to touch the suspect. Like, there was a cop, and they dragged her out and fucking put her in cuffs because uh, she was... Um, what was it? Obstruction of justice or some shit like that, or obstructing Bullshit. the investigation? Bullshit. That's patient advocacy, and they can fuck off. I, well, hey, listen, you're not going to find uh, an enemy over here, but I'm just yeah, saying. I know, but it's crazy the bullshit they can call it. And it's like the first thing they teach you is how once that person is under your care, it's like you fight for that. Like they are your fucking they might as well be your fucking child. Like you got to take care of them because you can bet that no one else is looking out for them the way you are looking out for them right then. I think it's great. And I think that's the way it should be. So. Hopefully, uh, more and more people take that attitude. I really do. Uh, I really do hope for that. But I'm not surprised by any of it. In fact, I'm not surprised that uh, they didn't force their way in there and get their own, you know, sample draw or what have you, you know, while nobody was looking or some some fucking like you know, it's like Batman, but only like a real bad guy jumping through the window and just like extracting blood sample and just going back out the window with like a, a grappling hook or some bullshit. Like, you know what I mean? Just like some some fucking, uh, you know, RoboCop going in there and just killing every fucking nurse in there and taking the blood sample and like, ah, oh, guilty. That's what we thought. Um, I'm not surprised. In fact, when I hear these, when I hear stories like what Randy's telling us, I, I'm not shocked. I just get more pissed. I'm like, oh, yeah, of course. Of course. I mean, wh what did we expect here? It's kind of like the Breonna, the Breonna Taylor thing. Like, 
Did you really think shit's different? Do you really think these fucking people give a fuck? They don't give a fuck. Like, Which I, do you think is worse, though, honestly? Do you think it's worse that they got charged for something that's just complete bullshit over just no charges at all? Because, like... Oh, yeah, it's an then, insult. Like, it's literally like, yeah, we'll give you... We'll concede this point, but it's, like, it's a bullshit point anyway. Like... Yeah, I, I agree. I, I It's the most ass-backwards shit. It just goes to show you, and then, of course, this is only going to help... Uh, comrade trump get reelected if it's possible at all because with every fucking city block that burns down more and more people get afraid and anybody who preaches law and order even joe biden picked up on this he started talking about law and order and cracking down on quote arsonists and anarchists in the same sentence gentlemen and lady by the way so nobody sees the difference no 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 it's It's, uh it's it's tiring (laughs) uh, we've been dealing with this for a while unfortunately uh probably since fucking haymarket but whatever um like we're we're like we're like the the one group of people that simply just wants to be fucking left alone and we get blamed for everything yep exactly Exactly. In fact, you know, the Haymarket, like I mentioned Haymarket, and, and of course I don't mean it in a joking fashion, but uh, I think later on after they hanged Albert Parsons and uh, the rest of them, um, they found out, they exonerated all of the anarchists from the Haymarket affair, and they actually made the suggestion that the police chief was the one who threw the bomb that started the whole riot. Wild. So imagine that. Imagine oh. that. And then I know that Sacco and Vanzetti were uh, posthumously, posthumously exonerated for uh, that bullshit uh, charge of uh, uh, for what they did, and they put them to the electric chair. So, um, yeah, a long history in this country of uh, prosecuting the wrong people, as usual. The ones that need to be prosecuted are usually wearing a badge uh, mm-hmm. uh, or some sort of government costume. Um, <laughs> costume exactly yes yeah it's, it's halloween every day only it's really a fucking right. nightmare um i i really feel, i really feel like it would be far more appropriate if say like if congress instead of wearing like suits ties and dresses and power suits if they just straight up wore clown costumes yeah <laughs> with you know? red noses and they honk their noses right? while they fucking shoot your dog oh right? my god yeah yeah no you're not kidding you're not kidding uh it would be and nice apparently um you know, Randy had sent me this via the Twitter, and I sent it to the rest of you guys, but I don't know if you got it. Apparently, um, the police officer who also shot at Breonna Taylor in this, you know, no, no-knock raid also sent an email saying, like, he knows that what they did that night was, you know, justifiable and et cetera, et cetera, and that, like, these protesters are thugs, and it's literally mm. good versus bad or good versus evil. Like, it's a bunch uh, yeah. of bullshit. It's yeah. a bunch of bullshit. So, in closing, fuck the police. Fuck the police. I agree. Yeah, Don't talk to them. the police. <laughs> fuck the police. Yes, uh, the standing army we, that we were all warned in of. <laughs> oh, absolutely. I uh, when when I look back at uh, on the the flawed founders of this republic, I uh, do have to point out that I really feel that the police does that the, they do in fact fit the description of the standing army that we were warned of. And I've been saying it for a long time, man, and we've talked about it with plenty of guests on this show. If there's going to be anybody who's going to come and take your fucking guns that you haven't lost in a boating accident, it's those motherfuckers right there. So, mm-hmm. you know, keep that in mind, man. Like, uh, strong communities. I forget what is it. The uh, There was some anarchist group that had this poster up that it really stuck with me. Unfortunately, it's lost at me at the moment. But it says strong 
communities make police and politicians obsolete. That's what it is. So you take care of each other. Mutual aid works far better uh, than having these animals run around with permission of the state to kill 25 dogs a day on average. And Christ Almighty knows how many unarmed uh, innocent people of all shades and all sizes and all creeds. And you just pick – it's a cornucopia. Pick one, and I guarantee you they kill one every day. So um, mm-hmm. as far as the mass shooter thing – uh, it's funny how uh, we haven't had any mass shootings. Uh, does anybody have any update on the Vegas shooter? Any Anybody know anything about the goddamn Vegas shooter? Anybody? I'm still waiting to hear about that one. We have no motive, no nothing. But, hey, you know what? Oh, it'll never happen. No, it won't ever happen. Uh, but uh, Donald Trump, who is uh, an advocate for your Second Amendment rights, who unilaterally banned bump stocks, he has your best interest at heart, all you fucking conservative assholes. So, yeah. <laughs> You gun-loving conservative assholes that as soon as somebody with a badge fucking comes to your house and asks for it, you'll cucks. fucking turn it in. Yeah. Fucking yeah. cucks. Let me clean your boots with my tongue. Thank you. Thank yeah. you, officer. Is that a lollipop? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That's great. All right. Anybody have anything else before we get the fuck out of here? No. Nope. Randall? Remember to vote. That's all I'm going to say. Vote, <laughs> vote, vote as hard as you can, man. The fucking most hard. important election of our lifetime. <laughs> fucking yeah. hard. Yeah, vote, 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 hard. vote for, you know, vote the weather. Vote like Ruth and, Bader Ginsburg is watching. Right. <laughs> right. Re- rest in power and vote so that we can change the weather and get back to, like, a regular climate. Like, climate change is going to disappear if you vote. Right. I knew right. it. I knew it. I was suspicious. But, uh, oh, right. shit. Yeah. Rest in power. It? Rest in dirt worm food. Did you see that fucking clock that they posted up in Manhattan on the side of some building? It's like no. a timer before, uh, I want to say it's like with the rate of carbon emissions now, it's like the exact amount of time they've calculated until everything that humans have done is like irreversible oh, or something. And it's like it's like seven years, like so many months and like 12 days or some shit. Interesting. And it's like counting down. And, uh, it's like it's like instead of like you know talking about Armageddon, it's like it, it's the new end of the world clock. You yeah. Know? We, yeah, we made it past 2012, so yeah, we got to find some other way to keep people scared. I didn't want to live past 30 anyway. It's all cool. <laughs> here, hey, here for a good time, not a long time, right? So, right. right. Um, well, but yeah, we'll continue. Uh, if if any of you want to hear about uh, the connection between this kind of thinking. And uh, the clock that Randall has mentioned, uh, you can check us out on a B-side because we're going to do one. But unfortunately, if you're not a Patreon member, you don't get to hear all the real uh, good, gooey, juicy shit that we talk on the Mm. B-side. With an opportunity, you can put in a chance to win a free T-shirt. So I'm going to say – so with that – I would like to give a shout-out to uh, our listeners in France, the United Kingdom, Australia, Canada, Portugal, Germany, Romania, Belgium, Norway, Spain, Poland, Puerto Rico, Russia, Croatia, India, and uh, a bunch of downloads from an unknown spot. I guess you guys are using a VPN. Mazel tov, good for you. Don't let anybody know what you're doing. I respect that. Uh, shout-out to my buddy Paul B. from B-Town. Uh, I haven't heard from him for a while. I hope he's okay. Uh, you can get us on, on Twitter at jcolo at the bloodletting uh, angel underscore sound girl who needs to change it to angel underscore comrade engineer or comrade uh, <laughs> executive producer and of course uh, at randy rand underscore duh underscore man once and we are at use guys pod on Twitter 
Facebook and Instagram, uh, useguyspod.com. Go check out our site and our blog and our awesome merchandise. If you are concerned about uh, boating accidents while having firearms, we are your one-stop shop place to raise awareness for this terrible blight in our community and their awesome t-shirts mugs and stickers so please feel free to spread the word and uh patreon.com forward slash use guys pod we'll see our patrons on the b side uh once again this is uh jay signing off for the rest of us thank you very much for listening and we'll be back i believe on sunday with the notorious jeremiah harding so we'll see you guys bye peace Bye. Woo!